I was trying to figure out a new angle from which to write about chronic kidney disease during National Kidney Month and decided that my chapter in the newly released one in nine just might be the way. By the way, I really don't like shopping, but did so for a fancy blouse for the fancy book launch. The day of the launch turned out to be the day I unexpectedly had anesthesia and I ended up not being able to go. From the pictures I've seen of the event, it was a fun event. Now I need another fun event to wear that fancy blouse too. After all, we can't let a dreaded shopping trip go to waste, can we? Without further ado, I present the first part of my 1 in 9 chapter. My name is Gail Ray Garwood. I like to think of myself as an average older woman with two adult daughters, a fairly recent husband, and a very protective dog. But I'm not. What makes me a little different is that I have chronic kidney disease. Just like the estimated 30 million or 15% of the adult population in the United States. Unlike 96% of those in the early stages of the disease, I know my kidneys are not functioning well. Once upon a time, a long, long time ago, before I'd ever heard the word nephrology, I paid no attention to my kidneys. I had just a vague idea of where they were located because I had big brothers. Every time they watched boxing, one or the other of them would yell, oh, right in the kidneys. When one guy hit the other on the back, sort of near the waist. My mother attempted to feed us kidney beans once or twice, but three voices chorusing the 1950s equivalent of ah, gross, was enough to convince her they weren't that necessary. My father had a friend who'd moved up in the world and had a kidney-shaped pool. Of course, I never had a bird's-eye view of that as a child. So, we were a family pretty much ignorant about kidneys. When I grew up, I never let my children watch boxing, it was too violent. I never even tried to feed them kidney beans, probably due to some residual abhorrence left over from my own childhood. I had no friends with kidney-shaped pools, but I had flown in an airplane and could recognize one if we were flying low. That was the sum total of my kidney education. I didn't even recall if they were covered in high school biology. My daughters, now grown women, said they were, but I didn't remember anything about that. I was blindsided over a decade ago. That's when I started seeing a new doctor solely because she was both on my insurance plan and so much closer to home than the one I'd been seeing. It seems everything is at least half an hour away in Arizona, her office wasn't. As a diligent primary care physician, she ordered a whole battery of tests to verify what she found in my files which, by the way, contained a kidney function reading, called the GFR, of 39%. That was something I'd never been told about. 39%. I'd been a high school teacher for 35 years at that point. If a student had scored 39% on a test, we would have talked and talked until we had gotten to the root of the problem that caused such a low score. No one talked to me about my low kidney function until I changed doctors. That's not normal, said my new doctor as she looked at my blood test results. I made the supreme effort of tearing my eyes away from the height and weight chart to ask, what's not normal? Your GFR, she told me. I looked at her blankly. In retrospect, I can understand how hard it probably was for her not to laugh at my empty eyes and a face without a shred of interest showing on it. I said nothing. She said nothing. Finally, I asked, what's that? She gave me a simple explanation with no indication that I should panic in any way, but of course I did. It's what? It's below normal? My kidneys aren't functioning to full capacity? Why wasn't I told? What do I do now? How do I fix the problem? I want them at 100%. Her voice rose over mine in a steady, sure manner. 
This does not mean there is a problem. It means you must go to a specialist to see if there really is a problem. Oh. I didn't believe her, but she not only talked, she had me in a nephrologist's, kidney and hypertension specialist, office the next day. That's when I started worrying. Who gets an appointment with a specialist the very next day? I was diagnosed at stage 3, there are only 5 stages. I had to start working to slow down the progression and the decline of my kidney function immediately. I read just about every book I could find concerning this problem. Surprisingly, very few books dealt with the early or moderate stages of the disease. Yet these are the stages when CKD patients are most shocked, confused, and maybe even depressed, and the stages at which they have a workable chance of doing something to slow down the progression and the decline of their kidney function. This first nephrologist might have been reassuring, but I'll never know. I was terrified. He was patriarchal. All I heard was, I'll take care of your kidneys. You just do as I say, or something to that effect. Nope, wrong doctor for me. I wanted to know how medication, diet, exercise and other lifestyle changes could help. I didn't want to be told what to do without an explanation as to why. And when I couldn't get an explanation that was acceptable to me, I started researching. More about that later, you see, I'd already had a terrific dad who'd known better than to ask me to give up control of myself. I didn't need a doctor assuming his role. Especially in a way I resented. To be continued. This will take several weeks. It is a chapter in book, so it's longer than my usual 1000 or so word blog. Until next week. Keep living your life.